Welcome to Haunted Horizons Ghostcast, where your hosts, Alison Oborn and Kay Goldwood, will share their experiences in some of the most terrifying and haunted locations in Australia and overseas. So turn the lights off, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to part two of Charleville with Samantha Kelly. For the history and background to this amazing place, please go back and listen to part one. For now, we continue with our investigation. I was going to say something. My mind went blank. I, should, I knew I should have said it at the time. Have you had that? All the time. It's like, it was a really good point I was going to Called make old there. age. <laughs> and then I've forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, look. Castle. Oh, look, a castle. Yeah. <laughs> so should we, should we go back when we, we actually um, then went to the staircase? I went to Harriet's staircase, didn't we? Oh, that was what I was going to say. Thank you. You've just reminded me. You know how you said about they seem to have warmed to you and telling stories. And I'm going to say I've got a little pull to that castle as well. I feel almost honoured that Harriet seemed to be interacting with us. Uh, yes, yes. Because that seems to be who we were interacting with when we were there. Mm-hmm. And I guess that gives me, I, I don't know, I feel a little bit special. Well, you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should. You should feel special because I've seen Harriet absolutely ignore people. I've seen, yeah. you know, big crews come in and get absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I felt she took to you guys the minute you came in. That's probably because we weren't big buff Australian men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see. And I think we're, and we're both mums. So, um, and also not only do we have our own children, but we have spirit children in a couple of our venues. Yeah. So, and as we were telling Harriet at the time, we do have, and I guess we're more conversational than. Yeah. When did he die? When did he do this? When? Yeah, did we're he not. We're not. Yeah. Doing What's your name? You know, it's it's more like, hey, you know. So maybe that worked. And and actually, what you promised at one point was if she actually played with the equipment that you would leave her something, which we'll talk more about later. And on. I followed up with that. You followed up with that, and much to Samantha's. Pleasure. We will finish on that, so keep listening for that one. Yeah. That was, yeah, in the first part, I said, if you go near that REM pod, I will leave you one of those flashing balls, so flashing cat balls. And it did, and I withheld that promise. I didn't lie to her. We left one. And that was a story in itself soon, isn't it, Samantha? Yeah. <laughs> Samantha sounds really wow. happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the staircase. Let's get back to the investigation. So we did place the balls on the staircase yeah. along with an EDI. Mm-hmm. And we asked, once we were downstairs, if Harriet remembered the balls from earlier mm-hmm. when we were doing the EVP session. And the ball did flash almost immediately. Yeah, it did. The one on the stairs, as if yeah. she was saying, yep, yep, I Even remember Even before that. we set up filming, it was the ball was flashing. Yeah. So, so she obviously had a thing for the yeah. balls there. And while we were doing that, I don't know if Samantha had told us already about that back room until I started saying that, because we didn't have really a big walk around at the beginning, I don't think, if I remember rightly. 
I can't remember. I think I think Samantha had told you it's briefly, just because, but, but it's because it's now all dark. It was very difficult to see. Yeah, whereabouts that we because we were sitting was. in the little hallway at the bottom of the stairs, and for some reason, I kept getting my attention kept getting drawn down the little hallway. Now I didn't know what the room was at the time because you, you've been round once, but you don't remember the layer. That, lay of the land sort of thing and you said once i said i just don't like that room down there you said oh that's the library which you've just yeah. talked about mm. and so we decided to put the rem pod down in the doorway there but interestingly i had moved from the doorway away from you it had. because i didn't like yeah. it we hadn't said anything to each yeah. other you kind of yeah. drifted away from it because you were standing down there originally mm. and there was a there was a feel about that room mm -hmm. and isn't that the room though the Harriet did pass away in. Yeah, just, technically. Yeah, she would have. Passed she was away taken in into the library. that room. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. You can debate it. Like, I mean, was Where she, she dead when she hit yeah. the floor? You know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No sooner had we put the REM pod down in the doorway, it seemed to back up that something was down there, and that it wasn't yes. just our imagination that we were being our attention was being drawn down there because the REM pod did trigger. It did. Not only did the REM pod trigger, but the cat ball on the stairs triggered at the same time. Now, we got mm -hmm. two, different, two different triggers here. Yeah. So one's by motion and one's EMF and getting too close to the magnetic field that's set up around itself. So now we had two bits of equipment saying something was unusual. And at this point, Cag, you were very kind. I, I'm always kind You're to you, very kind to me because she reminded me at this point when all this was going off that... I was going to be doing a lone vigil in that room later. <laughs> and even you reminded me of that, Samantha. I did. I did. Because I thought I think you were crazy. <laughs> you, kept, you kept saying you don't have to do this, if I remember rightly. And brave me kept going, no, no. Mainly because I had a, I guess because I was in, we were doing a live stream and I couldn't exactly say, actually, I'm too scared to go in there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I loved how you started to talk in there. And when I was watching the live stream back, I was actually killing myself how you were talking to whoever might be in there. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll come to, to, we'll that, come to that in a bit. And it was at this point that I was starting to get cold. I'd, you two were warm. Yeah, I couldn't understand. Samantha and I are always warm anyway, weren't we? I yes. Know, it wasn't a cold yeah. night. I was, I was shivering to the you point were. that my teeth were clicking yeah you yeah. were extremely the, cold which was an unnatural kind of chill really yeah because well, we were there in summer we weren't there in winter or anything. no it was no uh, we were fine you were at physically shaking in fact you can see on the camera that yeah. you were shaking and then we had a bell ring now i think samantha can because you ran off to see what this bell was yeah so it mm -hmm. was actually the front doorbell which had only just been installed um because that's a, an issue with Charleville when you're at the front door. If we're in the basement in the volunteer's kitchen, we don't quite hear the door. Mm. So we had had these doors put in with a, a bell with a wireless chime. And one was down near our kitchen and the other was in the butler's pantry, which would have been underneath Harriet's stairs where you were on top of. Right. And when we heard that ringing, I was like, at the time I thought, oh, that's a telephone. And it was mm. midnight at that point. I was like, who is ringing the landline? Phone. And then I thought to myself, no, wait now, that was disconnected. Um, and then I was like, I wonder, is it the doorbell? Because I knew we could set the ringers. They had five or six different options because we had been playing around with one in the kitchen. So I went down to check and it was. 
it was actually the doorbell. Now, how that went off, I don't know. Because the night that you guys were there, there was no other volunteers on site except myself and Nadine. We were mm. with you at the time. Yeah. Um, the gates were locked and everyone else uh, was, if there was, I think, two other people in the castle, they were up two flights of stairs above us and asleep, yeah. most likely, at that point. So certainly not going out to the front door to ring doorbells. Because I said it to them afterwards, the day after, whatever, I said was a weirdness with the doorbell and mm. nobody could account for it. The gates were closed, mm-hmm. so even if it had been teenagers that like decided to ding dong ditch the castle, they never would have made it to the gate before we had seen them. So yeah. I don't know yeah. who rang the doorbell that night, but somebody did. Yeah, it was really weird because we're going. Is there a phone ringing? We actually asked. It was the gentleman that doesn't like ladies going into the library, and we actually caught a voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we it, did, didn't yeah, we? And yeah. it actually says, "Hello." Oh. We think that's what it says. Yeah. And these balls didn't go off. Only since we put it on the stairs. I am so cold. And at the same time as we got, or would have got that EVP, mm-hmm. the red pod went mad again. Yeah, in the, the library door. It seems like when we got the EVPs, there was something going on with the equipment as well. Yeah. And yeah. that's an interesting observation that it seemed to be backed up with stuff. Mm. But then we wondered whether, could it be Harriet? Could it be, is it somebody that's in the library playing with it? Mm. Or could it be Harriet that's worked out how to use it and was playing with it? Um, so we asked if Harriet, if that's you, if you're playing with a light, can you do it again? And it went off on, on cue. cue, wasn't it? How cool was that? <laughs> Is it Harriet that's playing with the lights? If it's Harriet that's playing with the lights, can you light those lights up again, please? Oh, hello, Harriet. Thank you. Should she be dead in a minute? Or could she just go there? Technically, she passed away in that room. Ah. Technically. So that's where she died? Yeah. The governess picked her up off the floor and brought her into the library. And she drew her last breath in the library. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Harriet. And then we did ask him, was it you playing with the balls on the stairs? And the REM pod went off again. It seemed like the REM pod Mm. was answering our questions at the time. And Harriet had appeared to like the REM pod when we had it earlier in the night. She would have been familiar with the REM pod, so wouldn't she? People have had. She would. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the balls. No, I think you were the first to bring the cat balls into the castle. Ah, yeah. I think we're probably the last that brought the balls into the castle as well. We'll talk more about that later on. I search people now as they come in and (laughs) patting them down. Any illegal substances? (laughs) Cat balls. I catch a glowy ball, you're out. So, and of course, we asked about the REM pod and did you like it? And it went off again. So obviously, she loves that. And it's good because it was going off on cue it when was. we asked for it, it which was. is really cool. It was. This is the interesting thing, Keg, mm. because I said Harriet and I didn't get time to finish my sentence before the REM pod went quiet, completely silent, because I was about to say 
Harriet, can you step away from the REM pod and leave it alone? It was almost like she preempted that question before I said it. Have you found that, Samantha, that they seem to be able to know what question you're going to ask before you've asked it? Yeah, we get that quite a bit at the castle. I think it's because they can read your energy field um, or read your intention and they automatically, you know, anticipate you and go, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like they're not listening to the words more they're picking up that energy of the thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. I think that speaks to the activity people experience when they come into the castle. Like I have watched people come in and like you guys, you came in respectfully, you met them at their level, you were there out of curiosity and interest. Yeah. Whereas I've seen other people come in and um, we won't name nationalities, but there's one in particular that are hard work. And because it's children's spirits, it's demon, demon, demon. And I'm like, no. These are well-documented passings. This yeah. is a well-documented thing. It's not just automatically a demon trying to con me into thinking it's a little girl. You've been watching too many movies. I'm sorry, but you know. Yeah. So, and I think she reads their energy. And if if you come in playful, she wants to play. She's like, come on, let's have fun. Yeah. If, well, that if would be you like- come in with that bad attitude. Yeah. Um, uh, is, it, is it okay for me to tell a Harriet story? I have a favorite Harriet story. Yeah. So way back in in the the early 2000s, I think it was 12 or 13, it was somewhere in that, yeah. that bracket, we used to do public paranormal nights. And uh, we would bring a few teams together because we'd have up to 60 to 80 people. So it was a lot of people to mind. Yeah. And we'd break them down into groups of 10 and we would do the different rooms and whatever else. And back then we used to allow access to the nursery upstairs on the fourth floor. And um, there had been this one guy all night that did everybody's head in. Now, I don't know if you guys do this, but we red flag people. Yeah. So when you come back from a, uh, one of the rooms with someone, you will tell the other investigators, red flag, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So this one guy, he was he was now look, don't get me wrong. He was a lovely guy. Yeah. He was six, six foot three, built like a, a tower, you know. He had only come because that's what his wife wanted to do. Yeah. And it was her night. She wanted the investigation. She was mad into all of this. She was like, I'm so, I watch all the TV shows and, and I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, he was like, I'm only here because she wants to be here. So this was fine. He had spent the whole night scoffing and being rude and just, just borderline pain in the ass. And we were doing the last investigation of the night so this was probably about one o'clock in the morning and the last half an hour to kind of wrap things up and nobody wanted them nobody wanted them in their group they were like oh please no I can't I can't and I was like do you know what I'll take them and I was going upstairs to the nursery and um so like decent guy I was I was grabbing equipment and whatever else and and he was a helper so he was beside me and he was like, is, is there anything I can do? Can I carry on? And like, are we nearly finished? Can I go home now? You know? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this will be the last room of the night. And I was like, do you know something? Actually, you have um, cargo pants on you with, with the pockets. I was like, would you mind taking some of the stuff? Like I said, I just can't carry everything. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. He goes, what will I take? And I said, actually, will you just take that packet of chocolate buttons for me. And he goes, chocolate buttons. And I was like, yeah, they're just there. Grab them. 
And he goes, yeah, okay. He says, what, what are the buttons for? And I said, well, they're for Harriet. I said, you can't go visit the kids and not bring some chocolate. And he goes, you're, you're bringing a dead child some chocolate. I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's just rolling his eyes at me. And I can, I can smell the contempt coming off this guy. He's just like <laughs> this lunatic. And I thought, mm-hmm. So we start walking up the stairs anyway. And, um, you know, we, we always did it. One volunteer at the front and one behind for safety. And, you know, you're mindful of that particular stairs. So we got up there, we get settled. And you, you guys know, by the time you get everyone settled and quiet, yeah. you know, that's a five-minute job, get them all sitting down and being quiet and in a safe space up there. And uh, so I, I was sitting on the floor on the rug and um, I started calling out and I said, hi, Harriet. Hi, sweetheart. I know it's late. It is really late. But I said, this is our, our last investigation of the night. And I said, uh, so I've brought all these lovely people up here to see you and say hello to you. And like that story, K2 was going mad in the corner and, and they were all, ooh, ooh. And he, he chipes up with, um, oh, I'm sure there's just electrical cable running there. And I thought, that's it. We're done. I'm done playing. I was like, Harriet, baby, I, I did bring you some chocolate, but um, I don't, I don't know where I put it. And I started patting my own pockets and I was like, I don't know where it is, baby. Can you find it? <laughs> and I nudged Sally, the girl that was with me, and I was like, keep that camera. And she goes, why? And I was like, you'll see in a minute. <laughs> so she spins the camera and I can see like with the with the IR, I can see his face anyway. Yeah. And then you hear this like, and this crinkle, crinkle. And his face, girls, is a picture. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, a moi, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I said, are you, you okay over there? And he goes, something's touching my leg. <laughs> Oh, and goodness. I said, no. And I said, oh, is that where I put your chocolate, Harriet? Crinkle, crinkle. And he goes, oh. And I said, are you okay? And he goes, it's being pulled out. It's being pulled out. <laughs> God. And everyone is like frozen in their seats at this point. And I'm trying not to laugh. And slowly but surely, that packet of buttons gets pulled out of his pocket in his oh, cargo wow. pants. Until it hits the floor. Brilliant. So everybody was like, oh, my God. Wow. 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 And he he was actually for the best person for it to happen to because he was a complete skeptic. So like, yeah, he was like, there was no way there was no way that could have fallen out. That was pulled out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I, I'm laughing to myself because I know Harriet lives for this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. So we're coming back down the stairs anyway. And we're wrapping up the end of the night. And even his wife wasn't with him in that group because she was sick of him. She abandoned him after the first room. <laughs> she was like, no, it's your problem. So she she had been in another room with one of the other people. And so we're coming back and the ballroom was our, our base camp. And so as we're coming back down the stairs, he starts to cry. And I'm like, oh, crap, I took it too far. <laughs> and I was like, dude, are you... I, are you okay? It, it's okay. It's okay. Like it is okay. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, I broke him. <laughs> and uh, So this is fine. We, we, we linked him, me and another woman and we got him back into the ballroom and I gave him back to his wife. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I think I broke your husband. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> and he starts like through his snot, his sobs and the snot coming out of his nose because he is feeling <laughs> this. This is a moment for him. He's telling her all about how the little girl took the chocolate out of his pocket. And, and she actually 
blows a fuse. She's like, oh my God, I paid for these tickets. I came here because I wanted to experience this. I can't believe you had that experience. And she blows up on him. And um, Dave, one of the other investigators, comes over to me and... um, like in typical, we have a joke about Dave's, like that all Dave's are the same. And in his dry ass sense of humor, he goes to me, I think you broke their marriage too. So like I went up that stairs that night. I didn't say anything, but I was yeah. thinking, Harriet, baby, if you are here, please help me with this dude. Like, yeah. please just, you know. Uh, give him an experience that he will never again scoff at <laughs> this sort of stuff and this work that he will look at it openly. And yeah. so that guy, I affected him so badly, or Harriet did, I suppose, that uh, a week later he rang me and um, I was like, oh God, please don't let this be, you know, a big thing or whatever. And he goes, I just want to leave flowers at Harriet's grave. Can you tell me where that is again? So now every year on the anniversary of her death, he actually still leaves flowers. He will take a picture and send it to me. And and I thought, wow. Yeah. So she's still affecting people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's brilliant. You've got to love Harriet. Oh, yeah. That's one of my one of my favorite. I have uh, quite a few of Harriet, but yeah. That's a cool one. I like that one. My top 10 moments in Charleville. Yeah. That's brilliant. Because... We were, after that, I think you, you showed us into the library mm-hmm. just quickly to show where I was going to go next. <laughs> and the obelisk <laughs> came out with Malevolent, yeah, <laughs> which was reassuring. And Big Safe. I think you got Big Safe. Yeah, it, it came out with Huge, huge and safe. safe, which I thought yeah. was random, but then you let me know that it wasn't a random. You were literally standing on top of it. Yeah, that there was a. Is there a room under there or something? Yeah, it's it's actually a, a well, it's stone, it's stone walls, but it has this massive metal door that you would see in a bank vault, and it takes about yeah. two people to close it, and you were literally on top of it. So that was really weird mm. to say mm. those two words. It's a bit yeah. beyond coincidence on that one. And then we went because I was so cold, my teeth were still chattering, we were so and we cold. went for a tea break. And I think you thought there was a massive big team of burly Australian men coming, didn't you, Samantha? Because <laughs> did. It was like two plates of sandwiches, all this beautifully baked. Well, cake. no, no. In fairness, in fairness, we <laughs> made all of that after we met you guys, because I was like, these two are going to freeze. And I, I remember saying to Nadine, I think we, we better do some Irish hospitality here. And she was like, yeah, I like them. I was like, I like them too. So oh, uh, we popped out to the that's shop. Awesome, that's awesome. And we um, food, so, but we also had the fireplace going as well. I know really there's cool. a yeah. fire going. It was, it yeah. was. See, amazing. I anticipated that Alison would be so cold; her teeth would make noise. <laughs> so, like clack. Yeah, I remember you were cold doing the tour earlier that day when we did the quick walk around. I remember yeah. you were saying, "I'm so cold," and both myself and Nadine were like. These girls are Australian. They're going to die from the cold. So we better light that fire. <laughs> <laughs> Give them some warmth. I did get some warmth back into me. You did. And then off we And I got some nice sandwiches inside of me. And it was great. Yeah. Was yeah. No, they were lovely as well. <laughs> they were. I wish we could have eaten the whole plate. But I know. We should have pocketed them. We should have done them. <laughs> Taken them back to the hotel room. This is where we prepared to split up for our loan vigils. 
And I'm going to say that Samantha, with her molasses dark low down thing that she saw, didn't have me on edge at all. <laughs> and then I think all the way down there, Samantha, you were telling me that I didn't have to do it. Which again yeah, is so I had reassuring. seen grown men cry coming out of that room beforehand, and I'm looking at you chattering, and I'm like, "Is she gonna make it?" <laughs> I, 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 I will admit I underestimated you. I, I did. Uh, to wonder what how brave you become when you know you got about two hundred people watching you, mind you. Yeah, that <laughs> does like, help. Yeah, yeah. face. But you also assured me, which was kind of reassuring, that you were going to be close. Or actually, I think I asked you, I said, are you going to be close by, like, in the hallway? (laughs) (laughs) Within screaming distance. Yes. And then you see, you you kind of very put me on edge again, oh, yes, I will be close by, as as if I'm going to have a problem, I'm going to have to be there, (laughs) because you will have a problem in there. Um, Are you sure you want to be in here? <laughs> Alone? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I can shout you. Where are you? Yes. I will be close by, I think. <laughs> yeah. What, in the hallway? Yes. I've <laughs> gotten fond of me now. <laughs> no, I'd rather two Australians didn't, you know, disappear in the castle. So, so this is how serious that they take this room, yes, guys. Yes, this so. room is not to be trifled with. Um, temperature dips and flows up in here so much you will get a um, lot of feedback with your the boxes so right. you're obviously your spirit box because they're used to us doing that yeah and then if the energy gets super high the chandelier will start to swing okay. because you're literally sitting on the ley line yeah okay all right so well i might do a little bit on my own and then if you want to come in and join <laughs> we'll see qu- how far you make it <laughs> you're quite welcome to yeah so all right all right okay. well I need you to it. I'm going to close this door behind me. Okay. I'll just show people around a little bit. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> not nervous at all. And meanwhile, you went up to the dining room, didn't you? Which seemed like a really cool option. Well, because now it seems to be like it's swapped with the library now. So, yeah. you know. Anyway, no, it was, it was interesting. Um, I did introduce myself as we always do, mm-hmm. and I had a cat ball go off on command. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I was rewatching, as I said. Yeah, and um, what I forgot to tell you guys is yeah. there is a spirit in there, but because it's so infrequently encountered, I had totally spaced on it. But um, oh. one of the volunteers back in the day, now way way back in the early 90s, used to tell, um, spend a lot of time in that room. And mm-hmm. she used to say that around five, half five in the morning, she would hear like a shovel in a bucket being rattled. And she used to swear it was a servant girl coming to empty the fire. And oh, so wow. when Peg asked, like, did you work here? And it lit yeah. up. It then it, it, it triggered the memory in me. I was like, oh, my God, I wonder was that who they were talking to? Ah. was that servant girl that empties that fire because yeah, you didn't seem to have a scary experience in there no no you know whereas like, that room is horrible you, now because you asked first if anybody if the person that was maybe with you lighting the ball up whether it was they lived there but they got you got nothing got for nothing 
no. And it wasn't like you still, Samantha yeah. said, when they said, did you work here? Then it went off. Yeah. And then I said yeah. later on, okay, I gather you work here and, and the ball lit up again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Samantha. Definitely seems as though it was somebody that that definitely worked there. Um, we didn't know about that no. before, so. The only other different thing I had in there was I asked them to come and join me at the table. Um, and I didn't hear it until you played it back, um, was the REM pod went off. I didn't hear that at the time. But it's definitely there on the video. Mm. So, But you had a fairly quiet time in, in that yeah. room. Yeah. Well, let's go back to you in the yeah, library. Yeah, let's, because <laughs> I was standing. If you go and watch the video, I'm actually, I start off in there and I am literally standing with my back hard against the wall. <laughs> it's like you You're could in not the cabinet. push me. Yeah, in the cupboard. In yeah. the cupboard. It pushed me to the wall any harder than I was because nothing. I was definitely not letting any of that black molasses type thing low to the ground coming behind me, sneaking up behind me. So I was literally like solidly against the wall. And while I was there, I was getting knocks in the room. They were faint at first mm -hmm. and it did. It, it's like. And this is the whole impression I got, is when I walked in there to start with, there was a real feel of animosity. Like, I was not, not welcome to be in that room at all. It was a very, very strong, strong feel. And I started to ask out, and the knocks got louder. <laughs> Because in the room with me, I think at one point I asked out and it was re this really loud knock you can hear on the video. And so I went down a different track. And, and I, this is where I found actually hilarious. And, and, and it, I don't know why. I just found it really funny. Because I've never really gone down no, this track. Before. I don't think I've said this in any other investigation. To me, it was almost like you make, you're trying to be very apologetic for being there in the first <laughs> place. And please don't come anywhere near me because I don't please. want to see you. But in the meantime, I'll just tell you why I'm here because I'm absolutely terrified and please don't touch me, all right? <laughs> That's, that was kind of the sound and if you know me well, you'd read all that in my body language, in my words. And I started to explain, and I've never done this before, I started to explain that, you know, we're we're doing, we're just doing research and wanting to know what happens on the other side and because people want to know that their loved ones are okay and stuff like this. It went on for quite a while. Did it? Yeah, your explanation was went on and on and on and on. And I was like, how many times can you reword what you're just going to say? Is it? And all you need to, all you needed to say was, please don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked because the EDI by the tunnel started to trigger. It did. It, when so I was being flashy. very, you know, explaining gently mm -hmm. why I was there and it wasn't just because, you know, we wanted to sensationalise and run around just going. And it, the other weird thing that happened at that point, the EDI started flashing, the edginess disappeared. Mm. It, the whole feeling was, all right, well, now I'm responding and the whole feeling was like suddenly they did approve. Very weird. And that's when I, you'll see I come out <laughs> away from the wall because I started to get more and more. Even though, the, even though the equipment was going off telling me that maybe there was something there, mm -hmm. which you would think would make me edgier, it actually placated. It was almost like it proved me. I relaxed. I came away. I plastered myself off that wall. <laughs> 
<laughs> and by the time Keg came to join me, I was actually sitting on that chair on top of the uh, light line in the middle of the room. You were. And I, I don't know whether it's because he just realised you wanted to be respectful and you were there for a particular yeah. reason or that he just felt really sorry for you, the fact that you were terrified <laughs> and just left you in peace. <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> felt sorry. But the interesting thing I did think about when I was in the library, because while we were out in the stairs with Samantha in the hallway, we were getting, first of all, the balls going off on the stairs, then the balls in the REM pod, and then it seemed to go to the REM pod. Mm-hmm. The balls didn't flash anymore. Not once when I was there did we have a ball, one of those balls go off or the REM pod, even though they, we hadn't actually switched them off. They'd just been sitting waiting for us to yeah. go back there. Then you would have thought that would have, if the battery was going flat, then they would have flattened. But mm. not once did they go off, which would say that it wasn't glitching earlier on. It puts a little bit more no. weight to it. Yeah, definitely. And then you joined me for the last bit, which was a ghost box session. Yes. Not a lot came out apart from... It just came out with <laughs> with words that was just one after the other after the other, and it was stop, leave, please. please. Stop, stop, leave, leave. At least he was polite. Well, that's very polite. It's the only clear words that came out of the ghost box in the time we were playing it's it. It's nice that they're polite, isn't it, Samantha? Yes. I think it's very <laughs> nice. And with that, it was time for us to leave Charleville. And what a good time we had. But before we do leave Charleville. Yes. Well, we have left. Let's say we've left Charleville now. So yeah. we've, we've flown back to Australia and... Time has kicked on a little bit. But we left a part of us behind. We, we did. And what did we leave <clears throat> But we left that little flashing cat ball behind because we, we promised Harriet she could play with it. Exactly. And now we're going to hand it over to Samantha to finish yeah. the story because it wasn't until about, didn't you send me a audio recording of I, you cursing us? Yes. Yes, I, I had um, I, I'd seen you go live on the plane back to Australia and I was like, I'm going to catch this pair before they go. And I was like, something has happened. You need to contact me. And um, then I think about a month passed and I was like, I'm sending an audio message to hell with this now. This is not on <laughs> this pair. <laughs> and and then what I got back was, haha, we pissed ourselves laughing at that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I am delighted that you were amused. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened after we left? I, so, I believe our little present was appreciated by Harriet. Yeah. So we we uh, sent your little present upstairs to the nursery, the top of yeah. that stairs, uh, where we leave some vintage toys and stuff for the kids. And it's their space away from the public that they can kind of exist in. And we're great believers in that. Um, so, you know, they they don't have to put on a performance. It's their space that, you know, nobody interferes with. Yeah. So about a month, I think, passed. The, the first week afterwards, it was a bit weird. But then uh, a month is when things really started heating up. So um, I was in the middle of giving a guided tour, just a normal person guided tour. OK, with normal, <laughs> historically interested people. <laughs> and. I was standing on Harriet's stairs, as I do when I give a tour and I gather everyone around me on the flagstone floor. And um, I was just coming to that, you know, moment in the tour where, you, you know, you take a breath and you say, on the 3rd of April, 1861, 
and I heard bum 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 and I, I looked up and I was like no and then I heard plastic rolling over wooden floor <laughs> because what everyone on this podcast needs to understand is that there are a flight of stairs then the curve of a landing then up another flight of stairs another huge long landing and up to the last flight of stairs so this isn't just like one sheer staircase this is several flights and landings and they've got a turn here in this thing I'm like, what is that noise? I've never heard this before. And the tourists are starting to get a bit startled. <laughs> and then the loudest of it, bum, 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 And I'm going, oh, my God. And then it rounds the corner on the last bend of the stairs before I see it. And bum, 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 bum. And I realize it's a bloody cat ball. <laughs> and I'm like... Mm-hmm. And at this point, the tourists are now in full panic and want to be escorted out of the castle. And I'm going, okay, no tip for me. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, thanks for coming. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at this thing and I, I push the button on it and it's dead. It's dead, dead. There's not a jig out of it. And I was like, right, okay. So I brought it downstairs. Myself and Nadine had a good laugh about it. Uh, she told me afterwards that I went pale, like proper pale. She said, I knew by you that you were actually like, what in God's name is this? I put it in my locker downstairs. We have, have these little like school lockers. Yeah. And I threw it in there. I thought not more of it. And um, about a week after that, then I was given another guided tour. Uh, and I was in the dining room this time. And there was this massive bang. And then, and I was like, what is that? And if you look back on your video, actually, the big silver serving dish is right in the middle of the dining room table. It was still there. And the ball was in that, (laughs) swirling around. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And so I, I think at that point, I put it back in the locker. We had a good laugh about it. I was like, you know, what the hell? So I opened the locker went to go put it back in realized because I, I, I was actually questioning how many bloody balls did this pair leave <laughs> and then I realized wait this is the one out of my locker there's one key to this locker it could only you know I'm the only one with access to it there's no way anyone got it out yeah um okay that's that that's starting to get a bit weird okay the, yeah this is a bit weird so it took the third instance for me to actually do something about it so third tour Probably about two, three days later, it was they were pretty quick. It was like she was getting less and less patient with me. And I was in the ballroom uh, giving a tour. And the next thing I felt something land in the back of the hood on my hoodie. (laughs) And I was like, oh, what now? And I put my hand back there and I pulled out, you guessed it, a cat ball. (laughs) (laughs) So after that tour, I was like, right here. Hell with this, and I I knew my spirit box was in the car, and I went out and I grabbed it, and I said, "We're going out to Harriet's staircase." And then Dean was just laughing because she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I went out and I I put on the box and I said, "Harriet, baby, what's going on?" And she goes, "Ball." I was like, "Yes, yes, I have understood ball." <laughs> and no lights. I was oh, like, "Oh, bye. okay, so it's 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 dead." And um, we proceeded to have a conversation over the spirit box and I had to tell her, right, okay, I will try and get these cat balls 
And at the time, they were hard to come by here. And I was like, where are we going to find these? So immediately being, you know, 21st century's uh, computer in your pocket, we pulled out the phone at the bottom of the stairs and we're Googling where to buy cat balls. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, So there was nowhere local and nowhere even in Ireland. So I was like, sweetheart, I'm going to have to send for these. They're going to have to, you know, come from, I think China was where we got them in the end on eBay. So this was grand. I was like, this is going to take a little while. I I need you to stop doing this, you know? (laughs) And I swear the spirit box went, fine <laughs> i was like you're scaring the normal people you just you have to stop right so this was fine about a week passed and uh, i was up to cover a wedding photo and i was like i wonder are them bloody balls being delivered yet like we were watching this delivery like it was christmas and santa claus coming i was like <laughs> me and nadine were counting it down like eight days seven days five days <laughs> and I every time I was up I was like okay Harriet so so look look at my phone they're telling me it'll be here in in this many days and I, I will drive up and I will leave the balls for you okay and um, so we're in the middle of this wedding photo shoot and um there are certain locations obviously in the castle that people love to take a photo in front of so the bride and groom are, are gathered at the fireplace and out of the wall this ball <laughs> rolls across the floor in front of them and I seen the bride track it and I just swooped in and grabbed it. And she goes, what was that? And I was like, oh, it's nothing. Bit of dust. <clears throat> um, a few days after that, these balls came and I was like, right, that's it. So I said to the lads, for the love of God, somebody put those up there. And uh, they were looking at me like I had about 10 heads. They were like, you, you want to do what? I was like, just don't ask questions. Just, just do, do what you're told. <laughs> and put the balls up there uh, so they did and we have not had a dicky bird since uh, yeah. but I will say this the last time I had it checked they're missing oh so they're not they're not where I left them or had okay. the lads left them so that's going oh. to be interesting for your if you do get to come back and visit us again I'm wondering well, will she return a ball for the ball that you left yeah Oh, interesting. So somebody hasn't taken them then, have they? No, 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 because no. there's nobody up there. Okay. There's, they're not allowed uh, to go upstairs, yeah. are they? No. So, yeah. That would be a bit mean yeah. of them. No, no, like we, we go up and down, but we it's only yeah. to check, you know, and, and we would never interfere with things up there. We yeah. them as they are. Well, um, we're going to oh, have you know. to find something equally fun and annoying for Samantha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I challenge you. So I'm going to challenge our our listeners yeah. to PM. Think about something light that we can take. Yeah. It's got to be small and light. Yeah. But extremely annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how you give parents, when they've got children, the most annoying toy you can find? Yeah. Just because you can. But it's easy to manipulate as well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll think on it. Yeah. We'll have a new present for Harriet by the time we get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we come back. Well, hopefully we're coming back. Hopefully Samantha wants to see us again. No, I don't know about <laughs> oh, that. Absolutely. I'd have you guys back in a heartbeat. Cool. Even, saying, even if we just go during the day and just say hi I to I think Harriet. the last time um, we actually met up with Samantha and she saw us, I think. Actually, we had a really good greeting. She came running up to us. We did um, catch up with her last there year. There was a few explicit, I think. We can't repeat how she greeted us. No. It's something to do with the cat balls. Well, actually, they start with yes. the same letter. They do. 
That's all I can say. As she came it running across. It was hilarious. We were killing ourselves laughing. <laughs> the you best you left an impression, we've... that's for sure. Exactly. It's the best greeting <laughs> like, we've ever had. We, we were still talking about you six months later. Like, there was no <laughs> way I was going to forget you guys. I was like. <laughs> we weren't going to be forgotten. No. no never are. No. We you might have brought hunky men, but you brought some cat balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant so, no that's brilliant well i guess we've taken up because it's what time of the morning is it for you it is half two. <gasps> we started at round about midnight midnight yeah if i remember rightly something like that mm. yeah that's so, all right it's, you know, it's, few, it's, few little um, glitches few little glitches so the 31st of January for me, so it's St. Bridget's Day tomorrow. So I have witchy things to be at, so you're fine. <laughs> ah, okay, we're on the same day for a change. We're on the 31st. Mm, just about. We're, we're in that cushy period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to let you go off to bed. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, thank you so much for staying awake. And hopefully you'll come back and we can talk about Belvedere yes. in the future. Yes. Yes. I want to update you on the legacy you left there oh. as well. <laughs> oh, we we haven't heard about this one, so I can't wait to hear about this legacy. That's going to be fun. It's like wherever we go, we leave a legacy. We do. It's great. Yep. yep. So, and leave an impression um, with the dead. It's been well. a wild ride, girls. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't wait well, to hear I, about I, that one. Mum so. has um, mum has come to me and she said, you know, something. The next time they're here in Ireland, we need to come up with um, a kind of a spirit sat nav for them. <laughs> what do you mean? And she goes, they get so easily distracted by horses in fields. So she has come up with a new system for you guys where she has dice and you will roll the dice. And if it's a one, you turn left. If it's a two, you'll turn right. If it's a three, it's straight ahead. If it's a four, you will not get distracted by anything in a field. And she said, like, at least spirit might get them where they're going and they won't get distracted. <laughs> The horse so, wasn't in a field. The no, horse was on the pavement in the yeah. town. The horse and the fields are completely different <laughs> things altogether. <laughs> so that's great. Oh, and we'll talk yeah, about our little. We'll talk about our little adventure. Our second trip <laughs> on the next one because we've got so much to tell. All right. With that, thank you so much, and thank you. Well, thanks to Charleville for putting up with us that night. Yeah, and thank you guys hopefully, for having us. Hopefully, really we haven't cool. scared them off having us again but can't wait to get back to isla absolutely love islands mm. so but yeah well, we'll let have you back any time girls ah now you say yeah, that she says that yeah, so she's gonna regret that one <laughs> just just let me know about a month in advance and i promise so i won't book a holiday so she can leave the country <laughs> may may end of may. may so all right we're gonna go Thank you so much, Samantha, for giving your time today. And we will definitely talk again soon. And thank you, everybody, who's been listening today and those who are going to be watching the video version of this. Don't forget that we have YouTube. We have Facebook. We have our podcast. I'm trying to think what we've got, which is this one. And don't forget, if there's a button, press it. Yeah, unless it's a thumbs down, then yeah. you ignore it. Ignore that one, but press everything else. It'll yeah. probably make you like it and share it and share it with everybody. Mm -hmm. Share it with even the people you don't like. 
you can always make them suffer from listening to podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, but just do that for us. All right. We are going to go. If you and Samantha, if they want to follow anything at Charleville or you used to have paranormal team, are you still running that? No, so I'm I'm in the process of changing up the page. So okay. I will have new so details you will have soon in future. and I will well, pass maybe, them along for you. Yeah. Maybe by the time we do the Belvedere one. Yes. Have more yeah, news. I should that. be up and running. Yeah. And then for Charleville, uh, she has a presence on Instagram. And there are Facebook pages and things like that. Oh, that cool. Kind of so any ghosty stuff gets put up there? If you've had anything happen, does that get put up? or is it Not just... really, no. They're, they're kind Ooh. of just kept for the normal tourists. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, okay. to chat the, the likes of us for your <laughs> current ghosty happenings. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much. Sleep well. And, guys, We'll catch you next time. We don't know where we'll be next time, so you'll just have to tune in and find out. Mm -hmm. Okay, catch yeah. you later. Bye. Please remember to share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. The extended video version of these episodes are available for members of Spotify and Patreon. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and see the full investigation from these episodes on our YouTube channel. Details are in the About section of this podcast. Thank you from CAG and Ali for listening.